1: You are listening to Alive Mint Production. Brought to you by
2: HD Smartcast. Now that I've started making my own money, there's so much I want to do. The idea of being financially independent really excites me. So I have this list of goals and I want to achieve them over the years. But I don't know if investing in mutual funds will help me achieve all of them. Monica, can you help me understand this? So, Disha, what has happened is
1: that you're already, uh, you know, several steps ahead of most other people who know that they want to do stuff but are unable to articulate the goals. Mm. So, the first, really, the step is to understand what is it that you want to do. And it usually helps to break up your goals in buckets of these are my immediate goals, these are my short-term goals, and these are my longer-term goals. And typically, at your age, the goals would possibly be buying a car, going on a holiday, buying a gadget. One way to fund this is really to take a loan. And there are lots of uh, options available, you know, where you pay an EMI, you take a loan and you can buy a car, you can buy a gadget, you can go for a holiday. But when you do that, you're taking a loan and you're paying interest on that loan. Right. The other way to do that is to save towards that goal. So if you're buying a car in two years, you will have to work backwards to see what you need to save now. And what does that amount grow to in one to two years' time? Yeah. So there are good loans and there are bad loans. There's good debt and bad debt. Mm. When you're buying a house and you take a loan for a certain amount, we can call that a good loan because you're building an asset which will appreciate in value over the lifetime, which is 20 to 30 years. But for your shorter-term needs and goals, it's nicer to be able to target that rather than getting yourself into an expensive personal Mm. loan or using your credit card and not being able to match the payment that you need Mm. to do.
2: Mm.
1: So, uh, you have a choice of fund categories called ultra-short-term debt funds where you can park your money and then target that goal which is within a couple of years.
2: Okay. So, obviously, saving over having to pay interest. Uh, but So let me give you an example. So it's my parents' 25th wedding okay. anniversary about two years from now. Okay. Do you think investing in mutual funds will be able to give me good returns so I can have a celebration at the end of two years? Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. Again, if you're familiar with funds, you, will,
1: you can use an ultra-short-term debt fund right. to target the amount that you want. Okay. But remember that two years is too short a period to expect a very high return. Hmm You can expect a fixed deposit plus a few percentage points in terms of return, but don't expect to double your money in two years. Mm -hmm. All right, remember equity is for the long term. If you have a shorter term goal, you will have to go in for a lower risk product. Okay. And lower risk will always come with lower return. Okay, remember that your return is higher because your risk is higher. It's a reward for taking that higher risk. And if you need the money in two years, we don't want to take too much risk with mm-hmm. the money so when you're buying a bond fund when you're mm-hmm. buying an ultra short term debt fund yeah. remember not to take the funds which have credit risk okay. so as you get deeper into this product category called mutual funds you'll have to learn more and more that credit risk is basically a, a debt fund which is buying bonds which are not that investment worthy so they're okay. good bonds mm. but the rating is not that high Okay. so that the lower credit rating means that that bond is giving a higher return mm. to the mutual fund which okay. is getting passed on to you mm-hmm. so be careful especially if your goal is two years not to take credit risk on your debt fund
2: just one more thing okay, yeah. okay so my parents have done all that they could to give me the best possible education but when it comes to my wedding, I, I really want to be able to contribute something financially. So do you think investing in mutual funds will help me achieve this? Uh, yeah,
1: it's a it's a great idea. You can target and the rules remain the same. The closer your uh, targeted date is to today, okay. the more low risk products you have. okay, Like a low credit risk bond fund mm-hmm. and the further away it is. The more equity so if you think that five years is about approximately a reasonable time then you can take a little bit of you know you can have an equity equity exposure you can get a multi-cap uh, fund okay to target that but again the portfolio will have bond funds and a flavor of equity mm-hmm. for a five-year horizon okay so absolutely but you know call the crew everybody for the wedding okay <laughs> <laughs>
2: Okay, and this whole thing about planners saying plan for retirement, plan for retirement. So with mutual funds, I'm sure if if it can serve medium and short-term goals, there must be something for long-term goals as well. Correct. How do I go about making sure my retirement needs are met?
1: So two ways to do this. One is decide how much you want. Okay. And then you can work backwards. Or the other way to do when you're really young is to decide how much you can save right now. Mm -hmm. Because remember what happens is that Around the age of 35 to 40, in most careers, there is this big bump after you've worked for 10 to 15 years. There is a big bump of income which happens and it happens in most of the cases. That is the time that your saving potential will also increase. So you can salt away more money when you have more money Mm -hmm. as you grow in your career. Typically those years between say 25 and 35 are very tough. And especially for women because you know there's a career, there's a marriage, there's a child. So those are very tough years for a family. The resources are very thin. So be reasonable about targeting your retirement rather than saving so hard for a date which is 30 years away and completely giving up on today. Be reasonable. See what you can reasonably save. And then target your retirement. And as you go along, just remember that when there is more money, you should solve to be more. Typically, a lot of times this happens when people are in their 50s because the kids are grown up. And suddenly the expenses are not there and they're able to save 50 to 60% mm. of their incomes. Mm. And you know, so remember that there is a whole life cycle ahead. Okay. So even if you're starting with small amounts, mm. you are fairly good if you're choosing good products, if you're choosing equity funds, you're choosing uh, even an index fund, you're fairly set for the long term.
2: Okay, so it looks like I am, at least most of my important goals are now sorted. Correct. I know what to do. Yeah. Uh, it's now time for the viewers' question of the week. We have a question from Aryaman Pratiraj. He's an 18-year-old student, and he wants to know which kind of mutual fund he should invest in. He says he's undecided between an equity and a an hybrid fund. He's okay with high equity exposure, but he's also worried about losing his capital. So Monica, what should Aryaman do? Aryaman is 18. Yes. And I'm
1: sure a lot of people, you know, who are much older, are thinking, "My goodness, I should have been Aryaman <laughs> yeah. when I was 18." So I. When my daughter turned 18 some years back, I started her off on two sips of okay. mutual funds. And, you know, as years have gone by, we've seen the portfolio grow. And it's quite a delight to see within a few years, you know, where you can reach. So Ariman is starting completely right. He's got the right uh, idea in his head to start investing. Start small. I would advise if he's going for a managed fund, a multi-cap fund is a good starting okay. point. Uh, aggressive balanced fund also works uh, works well for risk averse investor okay. but if you are uh, if you understand risk and if you are able to take the risk mm-hmm. this is the age that you allocate to a mid cap fund okay. because remember if you can take the volatility and you choose a good fund or you are choosing a mid cap index mm. based investment right. then over a 10 year period you are doing really well So, really, it's about what risk Ariman can think he can take. Mm -hmm. Does he have the stomach for the mid-cap index to fall 10-20%? Because when the rebound happens, it happens very nicely. Mm -hmm. So, really, it's about his risk appetite. If he doesn't have the risk appetite for an aggressive portfolio, which has, say, half an allocation to a Mm mid-cap, then he should stay with a... Broad market okay. ETF, mm-hmm. if he wants to go the managed way, then a mix of uh, multi-cap mm-hmm. and uh, aggressive, balanced funding right.
2: for right. Aryaman. So Aryaman, take this suggestion and I'm sure you'll be thankful say 30-40 years from now. So that's all we have on this episode of Money with Monica. If you have any queries, please write to us at moneywithmonica at liveman.com or you could also tweet at the rate liveman.
1: Mutual fund investments are subject to market risks. Read all scheme-related documents carefully. This was Alivement Production. Brought to you by HD
0: Smartcast.
1: HD Smartcast.
0: I'm Annie Apple and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising A Pro. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burr, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app.